May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. When I look at our gospel reading for today, to be honest, at first, I didn't feel engaged. Our reading, for, for me, I was like, this is kind of depressing. It speaks of time of division, war, and who wants to talk about war and division? At least, not me. Do not think that I have come to bring peace on earth. I have come not to bring peace, but sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law, and one's foes will be members of one's old household. That particular scripture, I was like, what is this? But let me start by recognizing that despite that this could be a difficult reading, it is part of a bigger discussion about discipleship and a teaching between Jesus and his followers. I don't believe we can truly comprehend the significance of the text until we consider, we consider the entire dialogue. First, for example, in chapter 9, Jesus traveled from place to place, healing the hill and the afflicted, gathering the followers along the way. He cursed the paralytic. He invites Matthew to become a disciple, give sight to two blind men, and heal another who was deaf. As he wanders from place to place, the numbers of followers grow. Then we see in chapter 10 that he select the 12 dedicated and trusted followers, bringing them all together and giving them power and authority. They are instructed with the ability that they witness the for themselves what Jesus was doing. And to heal and to restore and broken and to work with the broken people as well. With this calling and commission in chapter 10, officially begins to understand what was going on in today's gospel. Jesus exhorted his disciples to imitate him but acting in the same way throughout the whole chapters. Also, he commands to go forth and spread the good news, to let, to let the ill and suffer know that the kingdom of God is near. The disciples are sent forth to heal the sick, revive the dead, cleanse the lepers, and cast out demons without carrying any manner, silver, and copper in his belief. So in the light of all this context, the gospel of today trying to bring us to understand 
and how Jesus alludes to a period with disagreements between opposing ideas and how this is inevitable. Um, inevitable. Jesus counseled the disciples that their mission will face opposition from many of the cultural norms and social institutions that helped shape life in the first century, including those that condone abuse and neglect. Additionally, some will argue that not much has changed. The world of the first century was a in a difficult place, particularly for the poor and the marginalized. It was a challenging place for the ill. Those who were hungry and outsiders, was, it wasn't having a good, a good life and, and a good position back then. Of course, here is the core of the issue. We observe new priorities and new values in the disciples' call and in the commission given to them to declare that the kingdom is at hand, very much like today. Our gospel message has far-reaching political and social ramifications for us today. We have more in common with the disciples of the first centuries than we realize. We are called to speak out from the margins of our society and advocate for minorities and their own privilege, just as the disciples were called to oppose their unfair social institution that existed in the first century. We are called to a similar ministry in our own situation and society. Today we are reminded that we must stand firm, tell the truth, and defend the cause of the most vulnerable, even if it costs to be unpopular. Today's reading reminds us that discipleship is a faith journey that transforms our lives. It is not a job career. It is part of who we are as Christians. As the first disciple prepared to set out into the world, Jesus gave them some sound advice, reminding them that they couldn't pick and choose who was worldly. And it appears that in the gospel, Jesus is talking in a strong tone, tone to them. Of the church's duty to practice kindness to the poor and the needy, we, we hear a really, like when, when our father is telling their son what to do and say it like, like we say it, as it is. The forgotten and the lonely and regardless of the race and religious conviction sexual race, sexual orientation, and gender are the people that today God is calling us to open our doors and keep working. 
We are called to be consistent, even if it means paying a price. And without a doubt, there will be divisions in our homes, churches, and society. That's inevitable. Let us know that maybe when this division occurs, let's do not allow that to mislead us in our purpose. Rather, must be the reason why we must accept God's plan. First, taking care of what is broken before going out to achieve God's purpose. Because a divided household, community, or family is unable to function if it is divided. So while we focus in the purpose to see God's kingdom on hand, we also can work together in the divisiveness. Amen.